It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 808 at News Talk WSB. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves with Georgia Gardner. A little bit hoarse this morning, but nonetheless, I'm here with all my faculties before me. If you have a question, you heard the number, 404-872-0750. And I've got a couple of things coming up that you should be interested in, and I hope that you'll note next Saturday I will not be here in the studio. I'll be out in the hustings, as they say. I'll be at the West Cobb. Pike Nursery Store, Mickey Gasway's store. I'll be there in her territory. We'll be doing a live broadcast from 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. next Saturday. Actually, we'll be doing the live broadcast from 6 to 8. I'll be there from 6 to 9. We have a, a football game, University of Georgia football game next Saturday that will cut into a little bit of the show. So I'll be there from 6 until 9. Mickey will be there from 6 until 9. We have the West Cobb Pike Nursery Store and... Chick-fil-A West Cobb is supplying 100 Chick-fil-A, those sweet little breakfast biscuits that they have. Oh, that will be nice. We have tickets available to the Stone Mountain Wintertime, not the Snow Mountain, but Stone Mountain Wintertime Extravaganza. I believe it's, what is it called? Is this really a name for it here? Um, to Stone Mountain Christmas. That's what it's called. Tickets to a Stone Mountain Christmas will be uh, given away. We have a raffle for that next Saturday. So next Saturday morning, if you are anywhere near West Cobb, Barrett Parkway, come out and see Mickey and myself. We'll be there again at 6 a.m. You can ask questions during the break so I'm not on the air and have a lot of fun. Bring your samples of bugs and pictures on your phone of your landscape and let Mickey take a look at it. That'll be a lot of fun. That's next Saturday, November 24th from 6 a.m. till 9 a.m. Also today, if you want to learn about trees, this would be a good day to, to go out to Oakland Cemetery here in Atlanta. Some of you in-town Gardeners who want something fun to do this afternoon, it'll be a nice sunny afternoon. Boy, this will be pretty, pretty, pretty. Oakland Cemetery has a tree tour, the Arboretum Tour of Oakland Cemetery. Erica Glazner, my co-author of my gardening books, will be there too as a, a question answerer as well as the folks who are leading the tour. Oakland Cemetery is a great, wonderful park in the city. It is beautiful. You know, they're having their tree canopy um, um, fundraising event these last uh, month or two right now. But the tour itself today, I believe, is free, completely free. So just show up this afternoon, 1 to 2.30. No advanced registration required. More information, oaklandcemetery.com. That's today at Oakland Cemetery. Oh, mercy. Let's go to the phones. we got people waiting on us. Lee in Alpharetta is joining us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Lee, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, about four weeks ago, Pike put uh, six three-gallon plants in my island for me. Mm-hmm. Three of them are dwarf azaleas. The other three are dwarf gardenias. Do okay. I have to cover them for the winter time? It was about four weeks ago. No. Oh, good. Isn't that the answer you wanted, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's great. So you're fine, and I'll tell you the reason why. I want to tell you why I said no. Is because, A, it was six weeks ago. They've been outside in the cold rain last week. They've got all sorts of um, things that have acclimated them to being in your Alpharetta environment. And because they're now acclimated to being outdoors, even if maybe Pike had them in a greenhouse or something like that, um, they're cold tolerant. They're, they'll 
stand the winter in Atlanta most times without any damage at all. Gardenias sometimes a little bit here and there, azaleas rarely. And so I'm pretty darn sure that Lee could get away with not covering them any at all this winter and enjoy the flowers next year. Thank you so much, Walter. Nothing to it, Lee. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Well, it made me feel good to tell her she didn't have to do anything. She was hoping she didn't have to do that because covering shrubs is a pain in the patootie. I rarely recommend covering shrubs. Only the new, new, new tender things, maybe, once in a while, would I say you need to, trans- to cover them with anything. Dee, is that in Oakwood? Joins us on Lawn and Garden. Dee, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Um, I, I wondered if it's too late to transplant uh, a dwarf azalea and a peony bush, and can hydrangeas still be tra- trimmed? It is not too late. There will. It's okay. better to do it if you had done it back in September sometime. That's a better time to do it. But frankly, it's not going right. to hurt anything to transplant the azalea nor the peonies right now. Um, a couple of key things: you go to these are permanent plants. They always be there in your garden, D, for years and years and years. And hopefully, to get them to perform best, you prepare the soil for them. Dig it nice wide area, add some um, organic matter to it to soften it up real nicely and plant your azalea and your peony in the middle. And if you do the work again at the beginning, then you get to enjoy the plant for year and year after year without any worry about what it's, what it's doing, no diseases or damage or things right. like that. Okay. And what about the hydrangea? It gave me no flowers this year, and every other year it's been loaded with flowers. Ah, this... So I left it alone. Yeah. I thought maybe I trimmed it at the wrong time last year. Could be. Uh, is this the mop head hydrangea blue-pink? Purple yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, the the thing about pruning is you don't want to prune it in the wintertime ever. Because all the buds that make the flowers are there in the wintertime. You prune them, and, yeah, you take and them And this off. is considered winter right now? Uh, yeah. So the time okay, to prune so. those hydrangeas is Mickey Gasway and myself declared July 4th as the official oh hydrangea my. pruning day, day in the summertime. So July 4th this coming year, that's when you can prune them, but not after and not before because they're blooming, obviously. Oh, so I won't get any flowers next year then. Probably. When did you do your last pruning? Uh, a year ago, but I can't remember if I did it in the fall or the summer. Yeah. So. Well, did, what about this year? Did you do anything since uh, no, July? No, I didn't. I, um, no, I did not do it in July because I didn't get any flowers. Yeah, so well, I, hey, if you haven't done anything this year, Dee, then you will get yeah. flowers next year. Assuming we don't have a terrible... it looks terrible sitting out there. It's all dead leaves. Yeah. It looks terrible. If you want to do a little pruning, D, I'll give you something to do besides digging the holes for your azalea and your, and your peony. If you want something to do to that hydrangea so it didn't look quite so terrible, um, yeah. all the tall limbs, there's got to be a, an assortment of lengths of limbs in that hydrangea. The tallest yeah. ones, you can cut them off at half, halfway down. So if they're three and a half feet or four feet tall, maybe cut it down to about two feet. That will leave a bunch of smaller branches untouched that will have okay. some flower buds on them. And so by not pruning yeah. some of the short ones, pruning the, only the longer ones that make it look so bedraggled at this time of year, uh-huh. you can do some pruning now on it, not not uh, lose flowers for uh, next summer. Okay. Well, thank you very, very much. I it's going to be a program. pretty weekend, Dee. It's going to be a nice day oh, today yeah. and tomorrow to get out and dig and prune and get a lot done. <laughs> Thank you ever so much. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Thanks for calling, D. At eight fifteen, we got Dale in Jefferson, Georgia. Hey, Dale. Morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up? Well, I planted five living cypress trees yeah. last spring, and 
the deer got to them and got about 75% of the bark stripped. Yeah, they rubbed on it in the in the yeah. fall this year. Yeah, okay. Are they gone? Hmm, Seven, is 75% around the trunk of the Leelandsdale? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, yeah 75% of the trunk. Oh, I'm not much of a gambler, but that's a that's a bet I would not take. Uh, I think they're going to be real sorry looking. I guess is the only way to describe it. They're going to be real sorry looking on the side that got rubbed, and the whole thing may not survive at all, depending a little bit on how what percentage goes around the trunk, whether how much of the trunk was girdled by the rubbing of the deer. They went all the way around the trunk. Dale, I think it's time to dig them up and plant new ones there. Okay. And let me tell you, before before you plant it, Dale, get some rebar. You know what rebar is from the hardware store? Yeah. Some yeah. Uh, four foot lengths of rebar. And when you plant the Leland, about six or eight inches out from the foliage of the tree, drive a square or, I don't know, triangle is probably a little bit too small, but a square of rebar, four corners, six inches away from the uh, from the foliage of the tree, and get some chicken wire and wrap the rebar just all the way around the tree, wrap the chicken wire around the rebar around the tree. So the deer, when they come to your Leland Cypress Dale, no longer do they have to rub the Leland to get that velvet off their antlers. They can rub on the chicken wire, and they'll beat it up some. They'll bend it over and rub, 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 as you know they do. But it'll be on the chicken wire and not on your precious Leland Cypress. So that's what I would do. Well, thank you, sir. Protect them. Don't let the deer get back to them because they will sure run them ragged, and you know what that looks like. <laughs> they look terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> terrible. Get the deer get get the deer away from them, and you'll have some nice Leland cypresses. In a few years, Dale, they'll be so big and tall that the deer won't even mess with them. They'll go look for something else to rub on. It's 817 at Newstock WSB. Back to more Lawn and Garden after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the Lawn and Garden advice you need. Love me. Anybody wants to love me, it's fine. This is Lawn and Garden Quick Weather Update brought to you by Acumen Security. Basically, today, all sun, nice day this afternoon, 62 degrees, 38 overnight. Sunday, partly sunny, no rain though, high of 64, low of 42. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Ramona is out of Snellville in Gwinnett County and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Ramona. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a Japanese maple yeah. in my yard, yeah. and it doesn't get a lot of sun, mm-hmm. so it's just now turning yellow and orange. Oh. So I want to know when I can prune it. Mm, when the leaves are off. Okay, after all, every single leaf falls, right? You know, simply because, is this one of the dwarf Japanese maples, or a tall one? Which do you, no, what it's do you have? tall. Oh, okay. Um, still, you can sort of see the structure of the tree, and it just is a natural thing that the best time to prune physiologically for a tree is in the wintertime when it's cold. 
and artistically is a good time to prune too because you're not hide you're not hiding the limbs with all the leaves. The leaves are obscuring things right now, but if you wait till the leaves have fallen, you can see where all the limbs are attached to the trunk. And you might find two that are right close to each other, and you think, man, one day, not too far from now, one of those is going to shade out the other one, and that one will fall, and I don't want that to happen. And so you prune out the one that you think needs to be removed to make the other one happier. So the structure of the tree is something you see in the wintertime. So when the leaves are falling off in a couple of weeks, Ramona, out there with your sharp pruners and prune things, ever, whatever you like to do. Now, can I make it a shorter tree? Because this really really tall and i no. i mean it's getting so tall it's getting close to the power lines and no. i would rather do it than the power company yeah just, yeah exactly you should rather do it than the power company you can't yeah. make it shorter in the sense of not four feet high not a dwarf or anything like that you could though do some corrective pruning to make it less likely to grow tall and I don't have time to go over it right now, but if you go online someplace and just talk about corrective pruning to help tree remain under power lines or something like that in Google, there would be pictures and videos and all sorts of things about how to remove certain limbs and to train them so they don't go up high into the lines and keep your tree at a smaller size, enjoyable for you, but not you know something that gets pruned down. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Uh, one more thing. Ramona, I haven't talked about this in a while. I'll give a little, give a little shout out for this uh, pruning method, I guess is the right way to call it. When you prune trees in particular, don't ever leave a stub, little short stubs. Anytime you prune, make sure it's either back to the trunk of the tree or back to a limb that's pointed in a different direction that you want to send some energy out to that limb. But leaving little two and three inch stubs on the side of a trunk of a tree or leaving a two or three inch stub beyond a limb that you uh, want to keep and you remove the part that you don't want but you leave a stub after you've pruned, that's bad for the tree because that stub rarely is able to heal very well quickly and you get diseases and rot and all sorts of things. So as you prune, basically, Ramona, make sure that you prune back to the trunk and make sure you don't leave any stubs when you prune back to the limb. You'll be home free. The maple will look great, and hopefully you'll do it in a way that'll make it shorter, and the tree company will not come in and have to prune it down to keep it out of the electric lines. Our number, 404-872-0750. Mickey Gasway will join me at 835. We'll talk about what is on sale at Pike Nursery this weekend and talk about our visit to the West Cobb store next Saturday morning. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 6.36 on a Saturday morning. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, here to help you be more successful in whatever you want to do in your landscape or your garden. If you don't know the plant you have, you don't have to know the plant you have. Just call me up and I'll figure it out with you. Ashley and I spend the breaks, Ashley Frasca and I spend the breaks looking at pictures of plants that people have sent to us by email on Facebook and places like that, just trying to figure out what the heck they are. We can do it for you too. 404 872 0750 is the number here. Another way that you can get your plants identified, if you go in at a time when they're not busy, many of the people, the plant professionals at Pike Nursery are very, very good at identifying plants, including my friend Mickey Gadsway. Aren't you, Mickey? 
Oh, sure. Well, yes, you are. Don't be so <laughs> unsure. Yes, you are very good at identifying Yeah, I love plans. doing that. That's a fun thing to me. That's always a challenge. Yeah. We had one this morning that actually was puzzling over. I knew what it was, but I wanted to give her clues about, you know, how to find it on Google or something like that. And so I said, okay, it's a cactus. has big, white, frilly flowers. It blooms at night. Boom! She said, I know what it is. Night Blooming Sirius, right? Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Night yeah. Blooming Sirius. Fun. So, let's get down to the where the goats can get things this morning, Mickey. We need to know what is going <laughs> to be on sale. very flattering. Well, you know what I mean. Down where <laughs> okay. you and I all can right. understand. Okay. We've got to find out what is on sale at Pike all weekend long to make our homes more beautiful. What is it going to be? And it's amaryllis and paper white bulb. The pretty, the pretty ones that are inside uh, plants that you make bloom and they smell so good. Uh, do you like the smell of the paper white? In another room, yes. <laughs> some people love it and some people don't. I never, I usually don't mention that, but I love it. To me, it's wonderful. It smells like Christmas, but everybody has their own opinion. Yeah, some are advertised uh, in bulb catalogs as being. Less fragrant than the most, or something like that, just so you know. <laughs> uh, to me, it's just the best ever, but well, you know. Um, but anyway, like you said, that they're, they're beautiful. Yes, but they the are. amaryllis, are, I don't know of anybody that wouldn't absolutely love an amaryllis. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a customer leave me one, bought me one the other day, and left it for me. Oh, man, gift, Nikki. And I thought, what a great gift. Somebody I was so loves pleased. you. He's now my favorite customer. Absolutely. And by but the anyway, way, we'll be at the West Cobb store this coming Saturday. Mickey will be there accepting gifts at <laughs> the West Cobb store. Oh, no, store. no. No, I hope everybody will come because it's going to be lots of fun. It will be lots of fun. The remote broadcasts are just bunches of fun for you and yeah. me both, Mickey. We get to stay and talk to people outdoors and, and answer questions off the air and joke and tell stories. It is just lots of fun. Plus, we get fed, the uh, West Cobb, yeah, Chick-fil-A. I always feel like I get to know people. Yeah. You know, at the remotes, it's always so much fun. I love it. It's only going to be six to eight, though. Everybody needs to remember that. Six to eight. I will be there six to nine, I think, is Mm -hmm. I promised I'd be there for the full three hours. But the eight o'clock is when we start the pregame show for the Bulldogs. So six to eight on the air. That's right. And then right after that, we're doing our um, uh, wreath class. It's going to be at nine. We're going to have the wreath class. Pike. All right. Anybody who so has not gonna, registered for that, it's important to register first. Don't just show up because they got to know how many wreaths to buy for you to make your that's own right. wreaths. And, and how much, how many apples and oranges and all that. <laughs> right. And I've got to go out and buy that. So right. everybody, please sign up early. Be sure. <laughs> it, it's fun. Let it them really know. Is. But let's get back to the amaryllis. Yeah. Okay. And but they are just so much fun to do and so easy. And you need to get them in pretty quick if you want them blooming Christmas. Because it takes a while for them to send a couple leaves up and then the big bloom stalk above that. Yeah, it takes a little bit to do that. Right. So, and we've got all different colors and they're so pretty. I mean, and some of ours are just absolutely huge. And uh, so I think everybody's going to really, really, that's a fun family thing to do too. Exactly. Kids kids love it. Actually, watch them grow. Yeah. And then inside, if a parent wants to take a minute when the bloom is open, you look inside and see the ovaries and the and the pistils and stamens and stuff. The parts are very easy to identify inside of the flower. You can talk to kids about how the pollen gets transferred from here to there. And if you're really a good parent, you take a little Q-tip and you move some of the pollen from the yellow mm-hmm. part to the greenish bulb that is where the pollen is received. 
And you'll get a flower, a, a seed pod that'll appear mm-hmm. sometime what, March, February, March of next year on top of the well, stock. I haven't done that. I'm going to well, do that this year. A little, a little fun to do. Pollinate that your will amaryllis, be fun. make a seed pod. Then you take the seeds, plant them outdoors when it's warm in May. And lo, you got an acre of amaryllis. That sounds fun to me. Have you got time to tell everybody how to keep their um, narcissus, their paper whites from getting too tall? I was going to make time. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you would. I wanted to make sure you did. All right. So, Nikki and I have discovered research based, science based, right here, a way to make the um, paper whites not flop over, which, besides being fragrant and strong, Sometimes they tend to get tall and floppy in the lower light inside the house. And what do you do, Mickey? You booze them up. You booze them um, up. You add <laughs> vodka or some other vodka good or ethyl alcohol. Well, I was reading that you could use um, one part vodka to seven parts water or one part rubbing alcohol mm-hmm. to 13 parts of water. And you just use that as your water that you put mm-hmm. the, the paper whites in. Most of the times you support, you support them in a vase with you know, the roots come down into the rocks mm-hmm. or something. And instead of using plain water, you use vodka water, boozy water, rubbing alcohol water. And that makes them short and less uh, tall and floppy. And they still bloom, they smell, everything's fine, except they're not as likely to flop over. Yeah, I, I think that's just a great idea. And it really worked. I did it last year yeah. uh, per your instructions. And it did great. And uh, I have details. If you want to hear those details again, go to WalterReeves.com and just type paper white or, you know, booze. <laughs> <He'll> <laughs> probably get you there. Uh, booze will do fine. Uh, one more thing. Besides the amaryllis and the paper whites being on sale, 20% off all Pike Nurseries, we have also the poinsettia make-and-take thing coming up in December sometime, Mickey. I think that's the first Saturday in December. Yeah, so it'll be the, what, the 8th? Well, it won't be the first Saturday, but the second Saturday. Oh, sa- second Saturday, yeah, that's, so right. De- that's right. December 8th. But it's going to be fun. Yes, it it's going to be. be great. And the trees, have you been in Pike since we've and got I haven't, the trees no, in? No, I saw a picture of We just the got them in. And it is just incredible. We've still got some more coming in, but uh, we've just got some beautiful trees this year, and they smell so good, mm-hmm. and the setters are so pretty. You can, you'll really get in the mood when you come in pipes. That's a great thing to do. So, Mickey, where would we go to find the, cl- no, the closest pike nursery location to where <laughs> we might be sitting or standing at this moment? How would you find your local pike nursery? At pikenursery.com. Indeed you would. Mickey, I will see you next Saturday at see your you store, West Cobb. Right okay. Early. Thank you. you Bye. Bet. Mickey, all those times that Mickey has had to drive all the way from West Cobb to places way over on my side of town. Next Saturday, she just sort of gets up and bops on over to the store. I will be driving for 45 minutes to an hour to get over to her store. At 843, David is in Madison and joins us on Lawn and Garden. David, hey, good morning. Good morning. Good hey, morning. Brother. How are you, Walter? I'm doing fine. How can I help? Well, for June, in July, I purchased uh, some peony roots for my wife and had them shipped to me in October, planted nice. them uh, late October. And now I've got plants that are six to eight inches tall, and uh-huh. I don't know, is there anything I'm supposed to be doing? Uh, the leaves will turn brown. If they haven't already started, they'll turn brown, and so you just whack them all off. There's really no sense in waiting. It's going to happen sooner rather than okay. later. So for a peony right now with the leaves uh, that are left on it now, just cut them down to a couple of inches high. Okay, so I just didn't expect them to sprout this time of year. Yeah, yeah, they get a little bit of sprout because the soil was a little warm when you put them in the ground, so mm-hmm. they sprout a little bit, no big deal. Have you yet bought a peony ring, David? 
You no, know, sir, I have not. Ring. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Yes, sir. I don't know. It's a Go round uh, thing. It's about ooh, 16 inches wide, and it has wires strung across it to make a circle with wires cross-hatched around the middle. And the reason it has legs, you put it in the ground above a peony plant. The reason for doing it is some peony flowers are pretty big, heavy, beautiful flowers, but they rain comes and they get water and they flop over to the ground. The peony ring supports them. You put the ring above the okay. plant about 10 inches, the sprouts and leaves go through the ring. They hide the ring from anybody seeing it, but it supports the peony flowers from flopping. Okay. So All right, well, I'll have to get peony one of rings, of and nurseries have those, so you can get a peony ring, keep your wife's pretty peony from flopping on the ground. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's great talking to you, David. Thanks for calling. Let's see who's next in here. Pat is in Kennesaw and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Pat. Hi, Walter. Hi. How are you? I'm gr- great. Thank you, Pat. I have just a real quick question. I have a driveway that has Leland Cypress going up the side of it. They're very tall, and uh, they are turning a little brown at the bottom. So didn't know if the foliage, the brown foliage, should be pruned, and can I prune the top of them? Because some of them are about maybe 15 feet plus tall. Mm -hmm. So uh, they'd be pretty hard to take down now. Trunks are pretty big. They've been there for a number of years. The answer is yes and yes. Ah, brown, good. brown limbs, it doesn't hurt a thing to prune the brown limbs off because once a Leland Cypress limb has turned brown, it ain't coming back. <laughs> it, okay. it is dead. It's no longer any use to the tree. And if it's ugly, then you cut it off and that'd be done. Um, as far as shortening them, shortening down from the top down, it all depends on how tall your ladder is and whatever height your ladder goes to, that's where you cut it. Shorten okay. the top of <laughs> That's a good solution. The brown, though, Walter, will not creep up the tree and kill the tree or you might anything like that. You might prevent it from creeping up the tree. There are some Leland Cypress diseases that tend to spread from bottom up because of how spores splash and splash from low to high, low to high, low to high, and go up a tree. And so by cutting off diseased branches, I'm not saying these are diseased, but if they were, you'd be doing yourself a favor to cut them off. Okay, that's great. Great show. Thanks so much for the special help. I appreciate uh, it's it. It's great talking to you, Pat. Thanks for calling. Oh, uh-huh, you bet. Bye-bye. We've got 847 at News Talk WSB. We'll be right back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Fifty years ago, where were you? Well, you were listening to, if you're my age anyway, you were listening to the Beatles' White Album to come out then. Today is its 50th, well, this week, this season is the Beatles' 50th anniversary of the White Album, which is quite a deal for those of us in, in college back then. And uh, Jason is honoring them with nothing but the Beatles' White Album this morning. A quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. High of 62 today. It's going to be sunny today. Very nice to be outside. Low of 38 degrees overnight. Sunday, partly sunny. No rain. High of 64. Low of 42. And your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Miss Frasca, are you listening out there? Yes, Hello. you are. Hello. 
I understand that you got a change in schedule this past week. You will now be on television every day with Brother Mark Aram. Every day? That's right. We're kind of broadening our traffic coverage. We're still doing the same great triple team traffic coverage we've always done on radio and television, but now you'll actually see me. And the thoughts are that one day you will be able to see Mark McKay in News Chopper 2 as well. Is this a promotion? I mean, you're going to have to get up at like 2 or 3 in the morning to get here for doing TV? Thank goodness, no. I've had some of the best, most well-trained makeup artists show me how to make me look Way better. Right. And you're not going to do this in the car as you drive down in the dark in the morning, right? I wouldn't tell you if I was. Uh, no. I, I know <laughs> no, no, you, no. Ashley Fraska. You call out people. If you see them on the traffic cameras t- putting their makeup on or turning around in the freeway and going off the sides, you call them out. You say mean things about them. Say, that was a dumb move. Don't do things No like distracted that. driving. No doing makeup while you're driving. No texting and driving at all. All right. That's Ashley's rules. If you want to follow her on Twitter and get her weekly or daily, I should say daily, traffic tweets, Ashley Frasca WSB is her Twitter handle. And she puts pictures up, and as I say, she calls them out. Ashley Frasca, who started her career wearing braces in high school, reading the obituaries on a radio radio station. So the radio host at the news talk station in Canton, Georgia, where I began when I had braces, I guess my senior year in high school, he affectionately called me Railroad Tracks. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that is so sweet. Railroad Tracks Frasca. Yes, that's a name of endearment. Don't forget, if you did not get your questions answered this morning, either by me or by Ashley, who's answering questions off the air as I'm answering questions on the air, you can trust her because she confers with me beforehand, uh, then you go to my website, if you like. Go to WalterReeves.com. A lot of things to be done there besides looking up the answers to your questions. You can also subscribe to our newsletter. It comes out every other Thursday. It has lots of pictures and things that I've seen that I think are interesting, questions and pictures that people have sent to me that I diagnose and put in there. As well as, uh, I tweet a lot of those same things to my Twitter account. My Twitter handle is at Walter Reeves, of course. And you can uh, tweet things there or reply to me there on Twitter, or you can follow me on Twitter. And I don't have near as many followers as Ashley does, of course. But uh, you can follow me there. Jason Byers, of course, this morning has taken our music to new heights by using the Beatles White Album as his... uh, as his uh, hymnal this morning, playing songs of that. I do appreciate that as well. Jason is uh, looking forward to celebrating the one-year anniversary, or one-year birthday, I should say, of his dog. Jason will be cooking a doggy cake later today to make sure Frank gets all he deserves for being alive for a year. I'll be next Saturday morning at the West Cobb Pike Nursery Store along with Mickey Gasway. We'll start at 6 a.m. We'll go to 8 on the air, and then from 9 o'clock we'll be there to answer questions. Don't forget the tree canopy tour today at, at um, Oakland Cemetery. Erica Glazner will be there to lead that tour. That starts at 1 o'clock. More details at oaklandcemetery.com. And, of course, to find your local Pike Nursery, to find the amaryllis and the paper whites on sale for 20% off today, go to pikenursery.com. I'm Walter Reeves. I'm the host of the Lawn and Garden Show. And every Saturday, I am next Saturday, 6 a.m. Join us.